Testing. Okay, that's good. Welcome to the Obsession Digression. A podcast that explores all of the cultural things we're obsessed with. I'm Sam Anarchik. And I'm Katie Walker. And I it's can't been so long! You remembered that line. <laughs> yes! I've got it's it like, like wait, that will say? be deathbed line right there. I've said it so many times. <laughs> oh my god, I, I see you in like a heavily shrouded gothic bedroom with like the full canopy and a priest is asked doing final rites and asking for your final yes. words. And you're like, yes. A podcast that explores. <laughs> <laughs> it is so ingrained. It is so so. Your grandkids are like, what? <laughs> yeah, Grandma, we want the money. Damn it! Yeah, like, Which are you leaving them? us your inheritance or not? Yes, God. <laughs> and then they open the will, and it just says Pug Foundation, and they're like, No. <laughs> okay, I kind of like. I don't. I can't decide. Every once in a while, when I see those movies where like, uh, a, like patriarch has kids and all of them are just like gunning for his money and trying to like trick him or con him, and yeah. you're supposed to see those kids as villainous or see him as someone who's like never knew how to be a father and he's like created these monsters. I kind of <laughs> love that dynamic though. Like, the part of me would love to be in like a battle, like locked in a battle of wills with my kids. I think it would yes. be so fun. Just play them off of each other, right? And like oh whatever God. you want for years. Just be like, I, like, I mean, even, like, the most tiniest of things, you'd be like, I really want just, like, an ice cream cone right now, and, like, I'm thinking <laughs> yes. about drafting my will, and, you, you know, know I'm just like, saying, it would be Whoever great. brings me, yeah, uh, uh, Rocky Road first might have <laughs> an advantage. I can't say anything yes. more, but. Can't promise, but, you know, it's looking good for, for that, yeah, for that ice cream cone. That was like I saw um, uh, Little Women a couple weeks ago, which is really. Oh, good. so good! Yes. And it was like yeah. I totally forgot about the plot line where like Joe spends literal years like reading to Anne March, and then that bitch. I know she's, she's such she's, a bitch. I know. And then like and she's finally like, now I'm ready to go to Europe, and you are not coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like Amy now. Yeah, Amy's much better. I mean, for honestly, no reason. I feel like better suited for Anne March. So like, it's not that I can't follow that logic, but true. But yeah, no, it's it's like it's devastating though for Joe. So right, right, right. right. Um, yeah. Okay, so what has happened to you in the last two months, Sam? Like, I, okay. I haven't talked to you in forever except through text, but you know, we. What's so funny to me too is like I just didn't end up publishing the last episode because. <laughs> it became I mean, it was half of an episode. Delay. Yes. Yeah. We, so for a little background, this is part two of Teen Witch because we started recording and then realized we didn't both watch the same movie. <laughs> but that episode ends with us being like, okay, so we'll just finish recording in two days. Great. Yes. Talk to you in two days. <laughs> and then nope. that was like two months ago. <laughs> that was, yeah. So a lot of crazy things happened because... I had, I mean, like, winter break happened, right? Mm -hmm. And I went to Texas and I forgot my recording equipment. Oh, that's uh, right. And then, then I got mega sick and I uh -huh. couldn't even talk for two weeks. And then, yeah, then just other things. Oh, you're, like, you moved and apartment stuff. And I want to well, hear all about that. you're busy, like, interviewing everywhere, so. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. So, um, but we are back. I... Like, I did laundry today. I did, oh, like, things. I know. It was great. I was like, yes, like, normal things to do. Uh, <laughs> so it was really nice. I love um, 
Yeah. Okay, but but I want to hear. So new place. What's the new place oh, like? Oh yeah. So well, think about this too. Interspersed with the fact that you were on the road, you don't necessarily have recording equipment. You were very sick, so we had to keep bumping for a myriad number of reasons on your end. But then on my end, we also had to bump anytime you were free because. My room situation, which I know we've discussed in the past, went from bad to worse to, like, really bad. Yes! I honestly uh, don't even want to relive it at this point. It was so traumatizing. I (laughs) literally, like, freaked out at my landlord multiple times and started, like, harassing him. (laughs) Well, harassing because you you needed to, because, like, you were in an unlivable situation. Exactly. The amount of times I said uninhabitable, like, in text. Yes! (laughs) It's crazy. Um, And they were just like, uh, he would have construction crews come in and make changes and not tell me. And so like, I'd come home and suddenly like, my room would be sealed off or like when I had to fly back to New Jersey for, for Christmas, yeah, to see my family, I came home and everything was sealed. And I was like, well, I gotta pack my bag so I can actually get out of here. So we're gonna have to unseal this. I made them take it down. And then, yeah, like, things like that. Then in January, it was supposed to be done by the time I got back, and it, they hadn't even, like, started something. They found they opened a wall, and it was still, like, moist, so they had to dry it out more. And then I, let's see, there was other things, like, how to say this? So, again, I said, please let me know any changes. Just keep me in the loop. Need to know these things. Right. Nothing. I'd come home one day, and again, the entire room was sealed, and I freaked out. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> I texted, and I was oh, like, no. I don't know how many other ways I can think of to say the same thing to you. <laughs> and I was like, when I say you need to tell me, that means you need to tell me. And I lost my Good mind because I didn't respond. And I, like a maniac, though, I'm so embarrassed when I think back on this. Like a maniac. I was literally even making noise, like, ah! And I was just, like, pulling <laughs> down, like, plastic sheets from, like, the doorways and off the closet and down from the walls, just, like, ripping things down. And I was like, now you're paying yes! me. No, it was so bad. <laughs> It's the thing that surprises people who don't know me well is, like, I tend to be, like, fairly laid back and, like, mild-mannered, but, like... Yeah! I will get... Oh, I will lose it sometimes. I mean, that was your inner, like, you know, Hulk coming out, essentially. Like, you had... Like, you had built up so much just anxiety over this horrible situation and not having access to your stuff, to your space, and then, yeah, like, I love this image of you (laughs) just tearing things down like this like monster essentially that's well and then it got worse i was like wow i'm really embarrassed by my behavior i need to like really like rein it in and then i came home and he was like heard you get it like i'm gonna keep you posted on things i come home the next day katie (laughs) oh no i open the door to my apartment i look left there's like a long hallway that leads to like my room and my roommate matt's room and Uh i look down the hallway all of my belongings and possessions are strewn down the hallway. What? And they've cleared out my bedroom and didn't tell me. And then what? I went insane. <laughs> I was like screaming. I was so angry. Uh, they my like, room is uh, like, so you moving seems like a great idea. Like, let us know <laughs> how we can help expedite that. Right. Like, don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Uh, I mean, that is beyond reasonable. Beyond. Like, that is yeah. way beyond anything that you should have had to deal with. So Well, and then the uh, thing, too, is, like, friend, like, my whole job is to go into, like, have tough conversations with people. And so, like, don't come bringing your, like, sorry excuses. Like, 
I'm not yeah. getting paid. I'm not on the clock. I'm not putting up with this. And so he was like, well, I'm sorry. I just didn't know you had things in the closet. And I was like, well, it's Who the not fuck your business to know. No one's expecting yeah. you to know. What we're expecting is that you tell me these things. And then he's like, I just need you to know it was never my intention to aggravate you or to make you angry. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm less concerned with care. intentions than, like, outcomes. <laughs> yeah. Let's and he just the, kept sending like, texts happens. like that. Every time something else went wrong, he'd be like, it was never my mission, Sam. It was never my mission to make you unhappy. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. that's fine. Oh, you, what, are you, what are you, Buzz fucking Lightyear? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Also, like. I want to rewrite this story where, like, secretly it is his mission just to make you unhappy, right? Like, And again, so, would respect that. Battle of yes. Wills, I'm here for that. I, I would totally respect that, right? Like, that he's yes. just, and, like, he sends those texts just to, like, just Piss to, like, off. tip you. Yeah, just to get it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what so, a dream that would be. Oh, I would we love need to, to write this movie. Yeah, like, yes. a, like dick landlord movie right yeah yeah i'm sure that's been invented but the dick landlord yeah yeah it's probably a very common trope that i'm just not thinking of examples (laughs) of right now but wasn't like three's company wasn't like the landlord always like spying on them to prove that yeah he wasn't gay is that what it was yeah that jack that that jack wasn't gay yeah i think that's that was the main premise have you ever seen it yeah i used to watch it i don't know why but i did i don't think it was ever like broadcast when i was a kid yeah, I don't know. I've seen, I don't maybe like a few episodes. I don't. I don't even want to. Oh, think about I think it's it, like maybe yeah. every episode. Yeah, maybe it, it's entirely possible <laughs> at this point. I have no idea. Um, I recently got Hulu back, and oh, it's good. like re- it's suggesting shows to me though that I'm like, why do you think that I want to watch all of Daria right now? Like, what about me? Like, wait, Daria's on <laughs> Hulu. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, I'm like, what is it about, like, the, you know, three things I've watched thus far that you're like, all right, now it's Daria time. I'm like, no, come on, Hulu, get with it. I know. They're like, we've um, been picking up on a lot of sarcasm recently, so. Right. <laughs> a lot of angst, and yeah, yeah so we, we think this will be good for you. It's time. Um, okay, but you moved into a new place. Oh, That's yeah. Important. Well, so I guess what complicated this more is that. I've been traveling a bit for work, and so trying to... Well, and that was kind of a blessing, because I told my manager, I was like, anywhere you want me to go, send me. Like, I want to sleep in hotels. I don't want to sleep on a couch anymore. Um, Right. But, like, prepping for the move while I was at... Sorry for the siren. Oh, it's okay. Some inconsiderate person starting to fire, I guess. Seriously, yeah. Ugh, the worst. But, um, yeah, so, like, I've just, like... It's been a whirlwind of, like, a month, so down in LA yeah. and then flew back so I could move and then flew right out to New York and then I was there for work and then I made like a long weekend there and saw friends and like surprised my family which was fun yeah here for this week and then bouncing around again so it's fun yeah I like it all but it's just a lot I'm looking forward it is to a lot. like just having time here to get settled into the new apartment here's also yeah the, for the first time I'm I'm so cheap and as you know, like, neither of us have ever really had money. So um, yeah. what I've always done to save money is moved into places where, like, all the common areas are already furnished. <laughs> and this is, like, the first time I have to buy, like, a lot of furniture for the apartment. And furniture! I'm like, oh, this shit's expensive and intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know what I need to get and what's going to look good together and, you know, all that. 
But, so, like, you work for Pinterest. Didn't you just go on, like, a f- new furniture pin, pin board okay. or whatever they call it? No, that's so true. Or whatever they call it. <laughs> it's just a board. Um, okay. A um, board. No. Yeah. It, honestly, I've used it in the past. Like, I used it for a handful of things. But, like, it's never been more useful than this moment in my life. Yeah? Where, like, truly, like, I, as I pin more things to it, like, that I do want or am interested in, it's, like, finding suggestions that are so spot on. It's oh, that's really cool. Helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. So okay, well, there you go. Plug for Pinterest. Um, yes. Yeah. Go. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll move in. I'm so glad the move is done. I'm so glad this is all. So much of it is behind me. It's such a relief. So. Sweet. No complaints. Yeah. Yay! I'm so Yay. happy for you. Oh, thank you. And now <sighs> life is, you know, getting settled again. So that's. I think that's it's good. normalizing a little bit, which is nice. Regardless, yes, much more settled, which is great. Blah blah blah. We're back to doing the podcast, so we are. Just, we are back. It feels right. It feels right. Yes, everything is is. Oh, we could just like take a deep breath and be I like, know. all right. And can I say too, like, God, this is why. I this is like lesson learned. Like always, take notes on every movie I'm watching. There have been some movies where I'm like, well, we're recording like tomorrow morning. I don't need to take right. Notes. And, and then you're I like, really uh, thought about Teen Witch, and I was like, I truly have no recollection of what happened. And but I took copious notes, and as I'm reading, oh, them, I'm good like, for you! Oh yeah, oh yeah, all right. So thank yeah. God, because otherwise this would be like a very boring second half. I took one note. I have oh. one <laughs> note here. <laughs> okay, wait. What's Do your you want to hear say? what it is? Yes, please. It says that '80s way of getting out of a car. Oh. What? <laughs> Do you wait, know what, what this means? Way? No. Like, I think that, I think at the moment I was just like, oh, every 80s movie has the popular girl get out of a car a certain way. And that's all I recorded. But do you know which way? It's like, she's like sashaying out of the car. It's like she's (laughs) flipping her bangs. She just does it, dude. I, like, just, just trust me on this. There is an 80s way (laughs) that we've lost. We've lost this ability. We've lost our way. Yes. Um, and yeah, there's a specifically '80s popular girl way of getting out of the car, and that's the only note I took. So good for you, good for me for taking that one. Good fucking for you, note. that '80s way. <laughs> um, so can I tell you what has happened to me recently? Please do. Okay, so I've had a very traumatic Valentine's Day because <laughs> we. <laughs> Never go out for Valentine's Day. Like, I, we just, like, that's our thing. It's like, we hate the crowds. We hate people yeah. in general. So, um, I, for lunch, got a giant sub sandwich uh, from this place called D'Angelo's. They do, like, grilled sandwiches. Ooh. And, Love a yeah. Sandwich. It's very, very good. So, I got an Italian grilled sandwich, but I got it for lunch and I wasn't that hungry. So, I ate, like, only, like, a quarter of it, right? Like, it's a foot long. I yeah. only ate, like, one half of, of six inches. Um, then Ryan and I go shopping, and we're just, like, kind of out and about. And then we get home, and we just, like, lay in our bed to just, like, relax for a minute. Like, we're not doing anything gross. But um, Ryan's like, where are all these crumbs coming from? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And Lady McPug had... T- eaten my entire sub sandwich (laughs) like not there were just crumbs left there was not like a piece of bread left there was not anything like i go into the kitchen 
the bag is just like not even really ripped like she's actually carefully extracted the sandwich from the bag and just eaten that whole fucking sandwich wait so, and where did you yeah. place the bag so i placed it on the the um okay this was my bad <laughs> i have okay i have a dining table but i actually just placed it in the chair of the dining table so that she okay. could still if she jumped up on her, the, her hind legs she could get it but I thought it was elevated enough. and Well, honestly, yeah. I didn't think about it. I didn't think my no, tiny dog totally. would eat an entire fucking sub sandwich. And yet she did. And so that <laughs> and happened. Yet. And yet. <laughs> yeah. And so I didn't get the rest of my sandwich. And I didn't get the gift that I wanted, even though I told Ryan that all I wanted for Valentine's Day was a snow cone maker. And I didn't get it. Again? So, Have yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he won't give me one. <laughs> I keep asking for it, and I I even have one picked out, and he just, like, he's always like, no, nah, that's really impractical, where would we put I that, mean, like, yeah, sure like, all of these, one? I'm definitely, I mean, if, if you recall me talking about one in the past, then that means that, like, I've been thinking about this for years. No, I can attest to that, like, I, yeah, know, I think there's evidence on this very podcast that you've brought this up multiple times. Okay, I guess I right? know, like, I had one friend whose daughter bought a snow cone machine because she was like, oh, every time I have friends over, I'm going to use it, blah, blah, And I think they used it, like, once and then just sat in the corner forever <laughs> on after that. Well, what's wrong with that? I have a lot of things that do that. I mean, you know, like, I have <laughs> so many possessions that do that. I have a new, like, Switch a game called the fit game or whatever i've Ew. played it once you Ew. know it okay but it's kind of cool because it's like a video game uh but but fitness so you like run through this world and like actually battle monsters but you have to battle them by physically oh. running oh that's funny like, wait it, how does it know your phys- oh like running in place yeah like it has this like ring it's called the ring fit and so it has this like ring that's like i don't know it it like part of it attaches to your leg and then part of it you hold and like then you run. It? Oh, okay. Yeah, and it's like I don't it's really confusing. I don't know science or anything, but it, it works. And so but I've only used it once. And That's yeah. Amazing. Then I started playing Oblivion again because I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna yeah, lay down. Like, you know what? I tried. I'm good. I yeah, I, I did that one thing, and now I'm going to eat my sub sandwich. Oh, wait, no sub sandwich, just Oblivion. That so. one's gone. Say goodbye. Yeah, That's forever. like um, <laughs> um, That is like Nintendo track and field from back in the day. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where you rolled I never out played that it. long pad. Oh, we got it from my cousin as like a hammy. Oh, down. really? Yeah. But it was like <laughs> a good game it so easily because what you would do is just like for the long jump, You'd like jump off the pad and then jump back on, and then it would think oh, that's the <laughs> longest jump ever. It's like amazing. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm not actually interested in like pushing myself. I just want to. Right. Like... Right. Exactly. <laughs> but I was trying to incentivize myself. You know, it's like trying to do the thing where I'm like, all right, this will speak to multiple interests of mine, and yeah. I'll actually like, you know, like do the workout thing, but. Well, I feel like uh, you and Ryan are always, like, um, like, I don't know, you you two always have planned in, like, some, woven into your lives, some sort of, like, fitness or exercise thing. Uh, I don't, you. yeah, <laughs> that's, like, uh, right 
right now, like, just right now, it is really fucking cold here. And so, like, I haven't been outside today, you know? <laughs> oh, I do <laughs> not blame so you. Cold. I don't miss that at all. I was in New York last week, and we were so lucky because I was anticipating. I was like, it's February. It's going to be, like, 20 degrees out. It was, like, in the 50s. Like, they were having, like, mm. I know this bodes very badly for our, like, larger global yeah. climate, but, like, it was a Fair. delight while I was there. Um, but right. even then, I was like, it could still be warmer, <laughs> you know? Yes, right. Like, I'm just oh, and that's. East Coast weather again. That's a good note to, to make oh, because okay. you're coming to visit me in, like, oh, what, yeah. two, three weeks? Three weeks. You gotta get, three weeks. You gotta get out that coat. It is still gonna be coat weather you when you so? come here. Okay. Yeah. I oh, yeah. That. I will be sending follow-up weather-related questions. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. But just for those folks who don't know, Sam and our beloved friend Ani are coming to visit me in three weeks, and Yay. it's going to be nice because we haven't seen each other in forever, and we haven't, like, all three of us hung out in years, so... It's been literal years, because yeah. I've seen you and I've seen Ani separately, but not all together. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's going to be amazing. No, exactly. I can't wait. I'm so excited. You sound so excited. <laughs> this is like, I know, like flat you affect you is kind just of, all I yeah. can muster about anything, but I truly, on the inside, am very, very excited. <laughs> that was like, like your tone just kind of like tanked just now. I am I was excited. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I know it's gonna be great. I've already um uh I don't know if I should give it away or not, but I've already so you know I live in like this mansion right now. Um, You're like I may or may not have just ordered a snow cone machine myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I may or may not have thematized uh, your separate. <laughs> Shut <rooms>. up! <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who's getting all the pug stuff? Oh no, it's not it's not pugs, but it's gonna be so obvious once you think about oh, it. Oh I can't but, wait. Uh, <laughs> um Okay, so our lives are nuts, but the one thing that keeps us centered and grounded and just happy humans is this podcast. Uh, witches. And oh, yeah. That. About witches. Uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna trudge along. Or trudge is a bad verb. Like we're gonna trudge, skip I know. along. We're excited to talk. We're about going to this. to frolic. We are <laughs> going to be that motherfucking '80s popular girl getting out of the car. We're gonna get out of that car. Metaphorically. Of a podcast. <laughs> yes. Figuratively. Exactly. exactly. So I I think we should do it. I think we should try to talk That's about also this like, movie. <laughs> This is so juvenile, and I'm so sorry. I know this is, like, 13-year-old humor, but someone, <laughs> hearing someone talk, and they said literally following um, a word that ended in, like, a hard C sound, and so it sounded like they said clitorally, and, like, that's, <laughs> that's what we've been saying now to each other <laughs> in my apartment. Yes! Literally. Clitorally. Clitorally. Uh, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> anyway, that's so juvenile. I'm so sorry, but... <laughs> that's okay i um we've started calling um this is also juvenile but like bark anthony my one of my dogs likes to lick his own butt mm-hmm. and so we call it bum yums and we're like it's time for bum yums <laughs> it sounds like bunions. 
I know, exactly. And it's just, like, really funny to say to, uh, like, you know, just Ryan and I find it hilarious. And it's, like, you know, it's so stupid. And, yeah, so I'm with you on that. Except clearly, I think, is uh, much cleverer than bum yums are. So <laughs> I feel like bum yums is also, the, like, tonally the perfect word. Because every time dogs look their own butt, at some point they look up at you and make, like, sad, embarrassed eye contact. They do! They you know do. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back to it. And then they go right like back. It doesn't stop them, Ashamed. But yeah. I'm so ashamed, but this is too Cannot good to stop. stop. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, we should do the, the, the thing where we talk about Teen Witch. Yeah, which let me came out. I am DB. 1987? Right? Or the year we were born? Oh, is it are, is it a birth year movie? No, nineteen eighty nine. Damn it! Okay, never mind. Damn it! All right. The one yeah. fact that we were able to get in last episode <laughs> was that it was originally pitched as a female version of Teen Wolf, so it was trying to ride that like success. Yes. Um, and then yes. they decided not to make her a wolf, but to make her a witch. But if you're wondering why it's called Teen Witch in like that succinct way, it's like a meant to be sort of like um like a, a sort of like rhyme off of Teen Wolf. Right, right. So when did Team Wolf come out? Oh, let's find out. 1985. Ugh. Okay. Neither of these That's are birth a... year movies. Damn it. And that feels like a long time to ride that wolf wave. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, four years. Like, people four grow up. Years. Friends. All those high yeah. schoolers are in college now, and all those college students who went to see it have jobs. Right. Maybe. Um, unless mm. they're like me, and then they're just like... Or they're just like not in college, I guess is really yeah. what I need to say. Actually, these are birth year movies for both my sisters, though, so that's nice. Okay, okay. Um, still, not good enough for us. I know, I'm yeah. still not satisfied, but... Yeah, directed by... <laughs> I'm going to find out who this is. Dorian Walker, because I've never heard this name before. But this has... Dorian Walker. Robin Lively. I've heard the name Robin Lively before. I never knew who it was. Twin Peaks! That's how I know her. Shut up. Do you She's remember? In Twin Peaks? Yeah, okay. I I who is she when in I Twin watched Peaks? this, I was like, She's so familiar. Who is she? Who is she? And then I of course like looked her up and she okay, so you remember in season two when there are the two old brothers and one of them's the mayor and they like constantly fight each other, like these two old men. <gasps> and she's the woman they're constantly Oh my god, yeah. that was Robin Lively? Yeah, and that she like has so sex funny. with the one yes. guy, and he has a heart and, attack. Like, kills him. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, and then that she marries so the brother. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that's her. That that's is the same person. Wild. Okay, well, right? then I take it back. And that was just a few years later. Yeah, yeah. But actually, that brings so. up, uh, that really brings comes to my very first note on this movie is that like she looks like a full fledged adult in Twin Peaks. This is right. just a few years earlier when I watched those opening credits where she's like dancing on a rooftop in a dress. Yeah. I, I was like, these are two full-grown adults. Like, I am going into a movie that starts with the word teen, and I am not... Like, I, I like, move my mouse around to make sure that, like, the title came back <laughs> up, because I really thought, like, am I watching the right movie? <laughs> or is this... Well, yeah! Did I click something you wrong? You can't start a teen movie and then just, like, bring in the sexy sax. You know what I mean? Like... You can't, like, those two things do not go together, right? Saxophone. Well, also, you can't bring in a teen movie and then make your actors look like full-fledged adults. Right, right, yeah. But then when she's, like, the, when she's the frumpy version of herself, she kind of looks, I mean, she looks younger, right? But she still does look way too old. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I think too one through line though this, these opening credits to establish is like that we need to come back to is like this sh- movie's view of like teen sexuality which is like very non-committal <laughs> because yes! she's essentially having like a sex fantasy and the but... way that sex both appears and then disappears and is replaced by a very sort of like prim puritanical like outlook on dating and then replaced again with sex is like so confusing to me I know! Like, okay, so this opening scene, for our listeners who haven't seen the movie, it's, like, way too long. She's it's this so teenage long. girl. It's, like, it's five or seven minutes long. She's having this fantasy about, like, the most popular guy and her, and they're on a roof, and she's wearing, like, this really tight red dress, but, like, they just keep, like, circling each other, <laughs> yes. and, like, maybe they touch, but, like, yes. they don't, like, like, at one moment... For, like, a minute, she just, like, leans against him. And then she, like, gets up on this, like, I don't know, vent or something and jumps down and he Mm -hmm. catches her. And it's just really odd because, like, they're not, like, they're not really making out. Like, maybe they kiss a little bit, but it's just, like, this whole dance kind of thing. Um, Here's what I will say, though. That does, in some ways, feel like a young teen, like, junior high teen like, girl fantasy, where it's, like, not ready to think about sex or being, like, having sex or something, but wanting to think of something, like, deeply, deeply romantic and erotic, and it's, like, she's wearing a beautiful dress with makeup on, and she's circling, so, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So maybe it is kind of more accurate than we're, you know, giving it credit for, right? That, like, I know, we're, like, fuck! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just get to the sex! Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and so we have this whole long opening, and we're like, what? Like, why is this a teen movie? This Dude, like, I wrote in my notes. You know, I said, remember that you had to pull your phone out during the opening credits. What would you do if you were stuck in a theater watching this? Oh, my God. They were I so would, long. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I would just, like, at that point, maybe buy into it, right? Like, I'd, I'd be like, all right, got my <laughs> seven submit. bucks. I'm, I'm in for it, you I'm, know? I'm like. Here. So yeah. I guess uh, this is what we're doing. Yeah, this is, I've got no choice here. This is, this is my life now um, for the <laughs> yes. next hour and a half. <laughs> I live here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so then we cut to, okay, this was all, like, this sexy thing was a dream because mm-hmm. she's actually, you know, this kind of, um, uh, very kind of stodgy, you know, teenager um, and it's all clothing, right? Like, they don't do yes. anything to make her, you know, like, she doesn't even have bad hair. Like, nothing else, like, at like, all to signal. She is, like, objectively beautiful. Yes, like, yeah. Yeah. It was very hard for me to, like, uh, and she also looked very old. Like, she did not look like, because she's supposed to be, like, early in her high school career, right? She's a freshman. Right. It's I think very, so, very yeah. Hard to accept that. Right. Um, not to be that guy, like, fine, like, suspension of disbelief, but that's all. Yeah, and so then, she, but her clothes are awful, right? So that's the <laughs> kind of point, is that yeah. she's just, like, wearing the most unflattering, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like, awful outfits that just, you know, like, obviously. Um, she's well, not, I, yeah. I'm around for a moment, too. Can you help me understand, too? There was, the movie implies there is this sort of connection between how she dresses and her mom. 
Yeah. And I didn't understand because it was I was trying to say it out loud like okay her mom's obsessed with being beautiful, and so she I guess the mom feels as though like she hates how obsessed she is and so she wants to keep her daughter from ever being this obsessed and so she's trying to keep her from being beautiful. Yeah. Or what? I I think I mean you're reading a lot into that. I thought that was a connection, like because the dad is like keeping it a secret that the mom used to be awkward looking and right, right. Do you know what I mean though? Why that was confusing? That I mean, it's totally confusing because the mom keeps buying her these awful clothes, and so it's like, are you like, do you hate your daughter? Like, like, do you? What's going on here? Yeah, are you jealous of her? Like, what? Um, but I think it's just the mom. I mean, if we're following like the movie's logic, is just like so naive and is like, I like she says very early in the movie she gets her daughter like this awful outfit and she's like, I got oh, this it's so bad. at you know whatever department store. It's very expensive or something like that. You know, and so I don't know. It's like she's trying, but she's just so out of touch. Maybe I, something like that. But it's super strange. It's really weird. Also, just to, like, bring up the mom stuff, right? Okay, (laughs) most of the films that we've seen this season have a kind of genealogical bent to, like, witchcraft and everything, right? Like, it's inherited through, you know, the mother or the father or whatever, right? There is none of that in this movie. It's just, like, she's spontaneously a witch. And that was so odd to me because, like... You know, as even we'll see in the craft, right? There's there's a sense that, like, witchcraft is, like, something that you get from family. And yeah, this can movie you remind just totally... Me, it's something, like, she was already destined to be a witch. That's the part I don't remember. And then it's, like, amplified when she puts that necklace on. Yes. So, like, she was alive, or a version of herself was alive. Stay with me, folks. In the yeah. past... <laughs> And so she just keeps like being reincarnated essentially through the, through the ages, and she's always a witch, and she discovers her powers uh, when she basically you know hits her teenage years. But oh, the right. necklace they find in a like theater department's like prop you know section or whatever, and um, yeah, she was the way theater too teacher close gives to that it theater to her. Teacher. Sorry, say that again. What? She was way too close to that theater teacher. I was like, this theater teacher's unloading way too much on one of her students. That's <laughs> About, really like, inappropriate. Her love life. And, yes. Yeah. Definitely, like, definitely inappropriate. Yeah, and you're also just kind of like prematurely presuming that your student is going to be an old maid like you. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. Just like, <laughs> she's like reinforcing every insecurity that this like young girl has. It's like, yeah, you and me, <laughs> two peas in a pod, just like. <laughs> unloved older women (laughs) what just in the prop just in the prop room back here just oh here we are again you know yeah um yeah there's something super strange about that and then later in the movie like this is such a minor point but the she like when the teen witch gets her power she basically (laughs) like sends the prop lady away and is like all right go have this like really odd like fantasy with this guy named ricardo and you know Mm -hmm. like it's yeah i don't even i don't know but it's it's really weird this whole movie by the way just so just so our listeners know really fucking weird because not only is there you know this teen witch thing going on there's this like type of sexuality that that's hard to i just know what it is um 
but also like sometimes this movie wants to be a musical uh, like, oh my god don't even get me started how i was so what? embarrassed by that rap scene what is happening with the songs like why why do the cheerleaders suddenly have this song about being cheerleaders or being hot or something in the locker room oh my god yeah no it made no sense what? What was that? What was that? <laughs> I'm like panicking here because I really don't know what know. was happening there. And I also it was... think like, oh, when her, is it her friend or her cousin who, um, she like puts a spell on so she can like rap and get into a rap off with that group of all white teen rappers. Yes. Like, oh, like this is what people are talking about when they talk about like, appropriation run rampant when it's so yeah. bald face like where it's like someone in that writer's room was like my daughter has been you know what i mean like let's pull that in but no no all white people oh it's like, awful it's and insane. i insane sadly i even remember that song like i remember very little about this movie since i watched it you know a few weeks ago but i remember, yeah, I remember the this, song yeah. it's the beat that which haha yeah. but still you know like awful awful song and yeah so interspersed in this movie this coming of age tale about a young teen witch are our songs that take place in a high school on a street and so this movie has no no clue what it wants to do here mm-hmm. and there we go Oh, and um, just a quick update, too. I'm just looking at my notes and remembering. No, she's not just a freshman, but she's a freshman who skipped a grade. So oh. Ew, so sorry. she's like 15 or 14. Gross. Exactly. Gross. And the the guy, right, the love interest, it's Brad? Is that right? Is that his name? Yes. Uh, maybe. Brad. I don't remember. Brad's a senior, so he's got to be like, you know. Ew, like five yeah. years older than her? <gasps> yeah. Wait. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Isn't that gross? Yeah. Yikes. Thanks, 80s, for Yikes. being gross about that sort no, of thing. No, that's like possibly breaking statutory rape laws. Right. Right. Yep. Right? There we go. Because if she's 18, that means she's younger than 16. Yep. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, All right. it's a movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the actress, um, Robin Lively, is, is definitely older than and, than that, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can we also We're not talk in about... A, Sorry, go ahead. We're not in a what? No, we're not in a what? What's that movie where the, the actress was underage and she's all naked? Oh, Zipparelli's Romeo and Juliet? No, I'm thinking oh, of a different one. Oh, the Brooke one. Shields one. Or Island of the Blue Lagoon, or is that the... Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm confusing that with Island of the Blue Dolphins. It's. I think it's Blue Lagoon, right? Blue. It's just Blue Lagoon. It's not Island of the Blue Lagoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's sh- it. She was like, oh, she was crazy. mega young. Yeah. I just Chris. pulled up. Blue Lagoon has a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's rough. What? Anyway, um, the, right. the other thing I want to bring up from the opening is that essentially she has that sex dream. She goes to school. I think we meet her family in that initial um, opening as well as her younger brother. <laughs> not, not, just to be clear, not during the sex scene. It's when she wakes Oh, sorry. No, no, but during the opening. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So her brother is... awful. Uh, oh, I know. Like, why does every movie that we watch have a terrible, terrible younger sibling? Also, but more that... terrible younger sibling, like, there's something not... He's, 
there's something like off about him. Like he's <laughs> constantly eating a ton, ton of food. Yeah. And like, but in also in weird places, like he's under her bed eating chocolate cake at one point, and I didn't understand. Like that feels like a cry for help to me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> or yeah, something the parents no. should be like concerned about. Yeah, like, don't hide under your big sister's bed at all, and then don't be eating chocolate cake obsessively Ew, under the bed. Yeah. That's, like, not, um, that's not okay. No. Yeah, he's awful. He's turned into a dog at one point in the movie. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> he keeps then, going, a dog, a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He gets his comeuppance. So then yeah. he is... Uh, Let's see, uh, thrown into a bathtub, and that changes him back into a human. Yeah, didn't um, understand And at that. first, didn't understand that, and at first I thought he was naked in the bathtub, and then I saw that he had clothes on, and I was like, oh, thank Yes, God. I know, I was like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not putting it past this movie. <laughs> yeah, who knows what is going to happen, so... Um, I had the exact reaction, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so anyway, she, like, we meet the... F- oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to, like... Yeah, move along. Like, she is this miserable teenager, and she's in love with Brad, and all the girls are really mean to her, except for her one friend that she transforms into a rapper. Uh, so she, one night, um, Wait, but do you have to say, the other person who is mean to her is a high school teacher. Oh, yeah! Oh, the awful... Like, since when do teachers hate and resent high-performing students? Like, the way he yeah. was shaming her for skipping a grade and for, like, excelling was <laughs> so puzzling to me. I know! Like, that made zero sense here, because he's like, oh, look at you being, yeah. oh, what's this note? And he's awful! Oh, that was hard. I really, I wrote, like, he should be sued, like, for yeah. what he did there. Like, essentially, she accidentally handed in, like, a fantasy note that she had written about Brad. Right. And then he saw it and he read it aloud to the entire class. Yeah. He's and he knew an it was hers. He knew. Yeah. That's really messed up. It's super messed up. And he's punished later. Though, I kind of felt bad for him when he's punished, too, because it's like, dude, you're, you're going to get arrested for being a pedophile for Good. the punishment you're undergoing. <laughs> because... Later on, she she magics him into undressing in front of the entire class. So <laughs> yeah, she yeah. Does. So that that's that's problematic too. But yeah, so that's another enemy. Yeah. Um, speaking of problematic witchcraft, she later in the movie, this popular girl asks her to go out with her cousin. Mm, oh my god! Her, yeah. How would you describe the cousin? As um an incel as the worst human being yes. ever. Yes! Oh as... my god, that's so true. And she essentially magics him away so that he, like, never ex- or just disappears. And she doesn't even know where he went. Yeah. And I kept waiting for it to come back. And I kept writing my notes, like, sorry, is David still missing? Yeah. <laughs> like, why <laughs> yes. is there not a B-plot where there's, like, a candlelight vigil for David, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, no. He's gone. <laughs> and no one seems to care. Nope. No one gives a fuck about that guy. I mean, no. rightly so, because <laughs> yeah, he sucks, but also, yeah, that, that does not get picked back up at all. At like, all. Not even a, like, my cousin's gone missing mention no, or anything. No one wants to talk about it. 
That, uh, yeah, that cracked me up. So good. So good. Yep. Okay, so she realizes her powers because she... Is it Madam Tracy? Is that her name? I didn't write her name down. Did I make that up? I might have made it up. That sounds right, though. It's the woman from Poltergeist. Yeah, that's right. So the old lady... Let me just check right now. Who? Okay. Yeah, I want to talk about her. She... Okay, so she's introducing Tim Witch to her powers. Sorry, what? Serena. Madam Serena. Serena. Okay, I don't know where I got Tracy from, but whatever. Um, uh, So she introduces uh, Teen Witch to her powers, but it's really weird because basically she wants to, like a parasite, use some of her powers to turn, like, various things into money, but also they turn a frog into a sexy man that she's going to have, that Madame Serena is going to have sex with. Do you remember this? Yes, and I really thought the, sh- the sh- movie was foreshadowing that she was going to end up being, like, a villain. Like, yeah, that there not. was some sort of deception or trickery or something, but then they stay very amicable. Yeah, so she's fine, except that I was really, really grossed out by her basically, I mean, just transforming a frog into a, a man, you're still having sex with a frog, right? I mean, I was fine with that. <laughs> what? I mean, what? I don't... Uh, what? It's a frog. It's a yeah. frog. It's like... But it's like if, a man now. It... <laughs> no, he croaks. Like, he doesn't even have language. Yeah, so. that's right. <laughs> so what, What? like, you know, distinguishes... I was more alarmed when she was, like, using her witchcraft to make money. I don't know why. That, Sam, you need to reevaluate your... <laughs> I know, probably. <laughs> I was so disturbed by the frog thing, but, but fair. I mean, you know, it's just, it's weird because she, she's using her to... To get all the goods, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. But that, like you say, that's not presented as a problem uh, in the movie. Throw this out here, because this is something I was thinking about, sort of take notes on. When I was watching this movie, thinking about Madame Serena and just a couple other pieces in the movie, like the way in which she also uses witchcraft to get people the lives they want which otherwise would be very expensive like being able to travel to like europe to meet someone named like pablo or whatever um or getting like all the nicest clothes and getting makeup like this normally would require money and madame serena like makes it also clear that like magic and witchcraft is not just like folk spells but it's like truly an alternative economy and yeah I think what's interesting thinking about this movie and Witches of Eastwick, which we did most recently, <clears throat> is that Witches of Eastwick opens with three people who are very, or two of them, Michelle Pfeiffer and Susan Sarandon, who are stilted in their professional lives. And when they turn right. to witchcraft, they ultimately end up, at, by the end of the film, in the biggest house with servants mm-hmm. and everything they could want for, right? And again, you go, okay, like, there's something about witchcraft and moving to invisible spellmaking that mm-hmm. is now being set up as like a competitive market, right? Yeah. And so in some ways, like I would probably, if I was like writing about this, I would pursue more about like fictitious capital and 
like financialization and the like turn to like invisible money right where like the commodity object falls out and like what it means to like invest in the immaterial uh-huh. but um I just think it's interesting that I think for a lot of the movies so far we've been talking about like domesticity I think the number of times like I've said that myself is like ridiculous this season (laughs) and I think we're now kind of pivoting towards something that's less about like the domestic sphere and more about like um the economic sphere yeah and we're gonna see this again sorry to bring up the craft again but we're gonna see that again with the craft oh really right yeah so that it's like I I totally agree where once we hit the 80s essentially it's the you know it's witchcraft as, yeah, as, like, anti-capitalist as as a potential disruption to a normative market. And yeah. there's something unsettling about that, but also, you know, like, it's, it's fantasy fulfillment, right? Like, it's like, yeah, why not just, like, wake up and suddenly have all the best clothes and, you know, things like that, right? Um, but then all of a sudden, like, the fantasy of this movie isn't that different from, like, the fantasy of, like, Wall Street, you know, where like Charlie Sheen goes to work for Michael Douglas and suddenly he has like a closet full of like the nicest suits and all of that, right? That it's the same sort of romance that's happening in both, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't make that connection, but it's an interesting one to think about. Like, why, why are we no longer talking about like love spells explicitly or about, you know dark magic or whatever it's 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 about wish fulfillment in a in a very materialist way yeah yeah huh that's all (laughs) yeah yeah sounds good yeah i like it i buy it pass okay good cool (laughs) anyway we can get back to then i guess her initial encounter with madame serena Uh uh-huh yeah because she's almost killed by brad who run mm-hmm. like almost runs over her, runs her off the road, and he's not a dick, right? Like Brad himself doesn't seem like a horrible person, um, yeah. <laughs> you know. So he's fine. So he, you know, offers even to like give her a ride home, but the bitchy popular girl is like, "She said she's fine. Come on, let's go." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. I just created recreated that voice for you. I know. It and, was like I was there all over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm just, I'm having flashbacks to like popular girls in my high school and it's just, it's like not good. <laughs> I know. It's like, friend, you literally just spent like five minutes dancing for no one in a locker right. room. So like maybe right. we can cool it on being judgmental of others. Yeah. It's just, it's way too much. Um, okay. So she... Her bike is broken down. So she kind of hobbles to, gets to Madame Serena, who at first is trying to scam her because she doesn't realize that she's this reincarnated witch, uh, but then discovers that she is, and she's like, yes. "Oh, cool! You're gonna, you're, you're about to like get into your powers. You should know that they're gonna start like weird things are gonna start happening." And I mean, there's not much of a like. An apprenticeship here. It's it's a very no. yes, irresponsible, a you know, just like, good luck and come see me if you want to make me some money. You know, like, there's yes. not a lot of that going on here. Well, 
that too. You go like when you hear someone say that, when you go, okay, it's a teen movie. The word teen is literally in the title. And they go, okay, you're going to enter a turbulent period now that you're becoming a teenager and things are going to be weird. Or you go, okay, great. Like, we're just metaphorizing, like, adolescence and, like, you know, late adolescence coming into young adulthood. Like, how, how turbulent and confusing and disorienting that period is. Right. Except, like, they don't really come together in this movie. There's nothing that she... I guess one of the things I thought about is, like, does she learn or grow in this movie at all? And no. Clear. Like she does a lot of very irresponsible things and is largely rewarded for it. Yeah. So like she gets the ask, guy. Like, well, is that the lesson of the movie then? Is just like the the first thing you need to learn about being an adult is like you go get what you want and you get it however you can. You know, like I don't know what else to take away from this. So this raises a very important objection I had to this movie. Yes. Which is a presentist argument, but Basically, I think the conflict, the potential conflict, is once she gets her powers and she becomes mega popular and she, you know, gets everything that she wants, she starts ignoring her previous yeah, friend. Yeah, right. And so I was like, oh my god, this is Princess Diaries. Like, this is oh, the same exact premise. Yeah, so Princess Diaries, Anne Hathaway, uh, she becomes a princess. She has a, you know, kind of like frumpy friend that she... Initially abandoned. Not the frumpy she, friend. <laughs> yes, she's a frumpy friend, and then, you know, she becomes beautiful and everything, and yeah, it's the same exact, same exact premise here. Yeah. And so I was thinking maybe though that's the kind of like the teen core is that this is about the dangers of wish fulfillment are that you're going to leave pieces of yourself behind, right? Mm-hmm. That you're yeah. you're going to, you know, like be too cool for school and. Yeah, leave your friend behind. Absolutely buy that. So that's that's that was like kind of what I took away from it, but again, like it's I don't, you know, really be generous to this movie. Big <laughs> to deep, <do> yeah. <laughs> Can you remind me what brings them together again? Uh doesn't she go to the dance with with uh um Madame Serena? Right? I guess so. I don't remember that part. So, like, towards the end of the movie, she's like, ugh, I can't get Uh. what I want. Ah! And my friend's mad at me, and I just want to be, like, you know, me again. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to go to the... I'm going to go to the dance, but not as me. I'm going to go as, like, still hot me. And I think her friend is there. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I really do. It ends with her just dancing with... What's his name again? Brad? Uh, Brad? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how it ends. Yeah. Though, again, okay, there's reckon, a super... Like, yeah, I, like, the movie's, like, leading up to her deciding that it's not worth having these powers, and then she doesn't give them up, though, ultimately. Right. Right. Like, the only thing she doesn't do is she doesn't force Brad to fall in love with her, right? Yes. So there's, like, there is true love because they have this really creepy scene where they go into this abandoned house... And, like, so her and Brad just are, like, kind of flirting. And she goes upstairs. Like, Brad, like, runs away from her. He takes off his shirt. And I completely she, forgot about this. She oh goes upstairs. God. And he's, like, in a wife beater, leaning against a wall with, like, one foot. Yes! And had, <laughs> yeah. It's yes. like he's posing for a Marlboro commercial, right? Yes. And it's, uh, like, just, like... Hated it's it so much. 
I hated it so much. I've I've repressed a lot of it, but they yeah. they have sex, right? They are or like they. It's implied that they I, are. I don't know, and this is again question I had like. I don't know. Like, I mm-hmm. would be convinced that they really did just, like, kiss and hold each other. I could be convinced that they had sex. Because right. then again, like, this is that ebb and flow of, like, the film sexuality. is like, it's so, um, what's the word? Prim. Mm-hmm. So frequently. But then there's, like, a sex education scene. Where, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. <laughs> where, like, this, I don't, I didn't understand, like, had the students never heard the word condom before? I don't know, but they, they thought it knew, was hilarious. They just knew, like, every hilarious. slang for condom, bud condom, or something. Like, I don't know. That was so confusing. And it made me under- wonder about, like, sex education in the 80s, too. Because, like, we truly had no... Like, I have seen so many teen movies where condoms were going to put on bananas. That never happened in my high school. Like, no, no. one even said the word condom out loud, you know? No, Everyone I never had that either. that no one was having sex, and that was it. Right, right, yeah. And look where that got us, Right. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. All of our kids. <laughs> yeah. True. All of the many, you know, illegitimate children I have yes. around. Um, but yeah. Okay. And so you go like, wait, so, so is everyone totally well-versed in like sex in this movie or are they not? Or is everyone fucking or is everyone just holding hands? Like, it's very confusing to me when I watch Very this. confusing. And so again, is this like... Like, who's the audience for this movie, you know? like Oh, my God. So I, am, am I a teenager in the 80s, and I've seen, you know, I've seen, like, Teen Wolf, and I've seen, you know, like, these really kind of explicitly erotic movies that I'm not thinking yeah. of right now, but, you know, they're examples, and then I see this, or am I, like, am I supposed to be 13 and I'm watching this? Like, who, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't who know. is the audience here? yeah. No, no answer to that question, unfortunately. No answer, because there's no no way to answer it. No, and there's there's no way to really understand this movie. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else I I wrote some weird things and I can't figure them out. I wrote that overcoat. That overcoat. And I don't know what overcoat. And then I said, "Ew, is she promoting bullying?" I don't know what she was doing to bully someone. It came yeah. right before the rap scene. Oh, I don't and know. Then I wrote, I mean, I'm glad to see a ginger succeed. But, <laughs> and then I didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> it's much more thorough than my notes, though. So, like, oh, props to I you. I just remembered one, though. I wrote, um, she literally just broke someone's leg. <laughs> <laughs> she, she really does, though. <laughs> so that she can be the performer, right? Oh, my God, that's right. She... She, like, causes something to, like, a light to fall. No, she yes. does break the girl's leg. She breaks <gasps> someone's leg. It, like, that's That's some crazy. dark shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's some real dark shit right there. Oh, my God. That Also, though, it's so dark, but also made me laugh. I was like, wow, <laughs> this movie really just went there. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Break a leg, bitch. I know. Okay. Guess, we're, guess we are. Yeah. Uh, shit. That was so funny. Okay. But well, that's yeah. A, yeah. This was a weird I don't movie. have any <laughs> I don't have anything else unfortunately. There's you know 
I would say of the witch movies we've watched thus far, my least favorite. <laughs> least favorite. I honestly am so surprised by how much I loved Bell Book and Candle. I think I really <laughs> went into that being like, oh, this is one of the ones we just have to watch, and then it's going to be really boring, and then I really enjoyed Gold it. Gold Standard. Seriously. Yeah. yeah it so really did ca- bring it. Let me just burn through the only other notes we haven't talked about. One, John Donne is not a romantic poet. That annoyed me. Yes. Oh my god! I yes, knew that was gonna annoy you. Um, uh, I wrote the what, oh the pun- the punishment to the mean teacher is excessive. So mm-hmm. like he actually like kind of loses his mind, and that's that yeah. seems a little too much. I mean, I was okay with it, but I'm vengeful, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. But this is coming from the guy that's okay with having sex with frogs, essentially. So <laughs> yeah, I exactly. Your, I don't trust. Don't your follow my anymore. my moral compass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's that's gonna, already you know a, that's gonna get out in a weird way, right? Where like there's gonna be no context. It's just gonna be like I know. you know, like you're gonna be screwed with this, so I know, running for office one day. <laughs> this guy likes frogs. He's keep, into it. Keep your frogs away from him. Maybe toads too, who knows with this guy. <laughs> I know. This is making me think of like when gay marriage was legalized and my my <laughs> this is so awful. My dad would be like, Well, if we're gonna let men marry men, like What's next? Are, are people going to marry their pets? <laughs> and now he's going to he's going to hear this podcast and be like, "I knew it." Yeah, all along. He is down for people bitch. marrying pets. <laughs> um. Anyway, um, I wrote also who is like pursuing her dog and leaving. Like you're already a shoe in for Latin Club president. Oh, did she like, become wait, Latin Club president? I don't know, but someone wanted her to be Latin Club president, and that, that never really came up again. I was like, interesting. That How's... did not. Yeah, I totally forgot about that, but you're right. Like, and was then, that just, yeah. like, a further thing to establish her nerdery? Like, was that... I, that must something? be it, but then, like, yeah. we're, like, they kept being, like, she has no friends, you know, aside from her one friend, but I was like, it sounds like there is, like, a coterie of other nerds who do want to embrace you. Yeah. So... It sounds like she's doing okay, you know? Like, she's Yeah, not. no, Exactly. Her life doesn't suck, you know? Like, she's just nerdy, but... I think that's the thing. I was also like, there's a lot, like, if we just put a little bit more intentionality into our day, like, I feel like we can really make this better without the use of any magic. Right, right. Write your fantasies in your diary, not on free full paper where they could get messed up with your, you know, homework. Or, you know, plan out your uh, outfits ahead of time communicate yeah. to your mom what you're looking for what you're thinking about like style wise and like we're right. halfway there just solving those two problems yeah and then like tell brad how you feel that's yeah yeah just go say hi yeah and brad is into you so it's all good that was the other thing is like brad was very open-minded for like a high school guy like he was like yeah the clown with like a nerdy grade skipping like little girl. <laughs> 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 what to say. Oh God! I hope he's not the yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like I didn't mean it that way. I guess I just meant that like normally what we see is like the jock like has never even thought to look over and notice her. Um, right. Whereas like he's noticing. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't seem yeah. to be an issue. Yeah, it's just like be brave and everything will be fine. It'll work out. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Well. And then the last thing I wrote... This movie, yeah. It's just like, why is there, like, a literal paparazzi at the announcement of school play roles? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, uh, Not, not, not clear at all on that either, so... (laughs) I've never, 
<laughs> I have never tried out for a school play. I've never been interested in that like scene. But I also thought that auditions like happen and then everyone takes time to like think about it and they're posted yeah. like a week later. But didn't they announce it like directly after the last person performed? Yes, they did. Yeah. Okay. So no. Yeah, very, very odd. I've got nothing for you there either. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Just, yeah. This movie is, it's like a teen movie that doesn't understand teenagers or like what high school is or like what teachers are. Yeah. So, I I mean, I love love a good teen movie, you know, but this one just like. I've come to love a good teen movie, I think through this podcast. Good. Aw, that makes me happy. Like, our Shakespeare Yay. season was a great time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I do have, like, fond memories of, like, She's All That, and, you know, like, those kind of movies. Totally. So. Anyway. Yeah. So, we are doing The Craft in a few weeks, but next week is The Witches, which you have seen. Yes! I have to rewatch. I cannot wait. It's gross. There's a lot of like bodily gross things that I'm, yes. I'm just not into. Uh, but I will rewatch it because I I have forgotten a lot of that one too. <laughs> yeah, and listen, like if it at all stands up to my memory, there are some like tour de force performances in there, so like it should only be more rewarding by seeing it again. Yes, you're right. You're right. I'll be I'll be more generous this this next time too. So, <laughs> well, um, in the meantime, still, I mean, I don't know how you choose one, but like, what are you obsessed with right now this week? Oh, that's such a good question. I was thinking about like this in the shower earlier, of like how to even answer this. I think I'll just pick my favorite one uh, from a few weeks ago, which was Killing Eve. Because Ooh, you were watching, dude, that show so fucking good. Like I know unbelievably addictive unbelievably it's so good just like performance is amazing the like different layers of um motives and everything it's just it's great the only thing that um i have against it is that like nico sucks but you know otherwise she's so good is that her husband yeah 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 wait so Um, i didn't finish the second season not for any reason i just got busy and got away so i had to finish sure. it how far are you right now oh i finished the second season so okay. i i like devoured that show i i, I like, could not stop i loved that episode too so the last episode i watched is the one where like they raid that hotel in europe and she knows that villanelle's on the other side of the door and they just have yes. like, a weird moment and yeah yeah that's like literally the last thing i've seen but i think yeah. it makes me think too of like i love notorious that old hitchcock movie and there's a whole yeah. like, lineage of these spy movies where you go, like, being a spy is so heavily thematic that you don't know anymore, like, is this a spy movie that happens to also be about romance? Or is this, like, mm-hmm. a romance film that's just all about, like, this neuroses around how to know whether you can trust people and the spy thing is just a metaphor for that. And I think yeah. in some way, like, it's so blended that you can't tell, which takes privacy. Right. And I think Killing You feels the same way because... Obviously, there's, like, a detective spy element to it, but it's also just a show about fixation and Pure eroticism. Yeah, exactly. that's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that part of the pleasure as an audience is indeed that, like, generic and thematic uncertainty that you're pointing to, right? So that, Mm -hmm. why I like it, it's not that, you know, it's not just, like, two women 
on opposing sides, right? It's that there there is these elements of deception and of, you know, um, different types of institutional forces, et cetera, kind of impinging yes. upon their desires. So, yeah, oh, it's so great. Good. I cannot wait for season three. It comes out in April, so I'm I'm happy. Oh nice! Yeah. All right, I gotta I gotta get caught up then. Yeah, catch up. <laughs> All right, Sam, what are you... My obsession right now, I'm torn between saying um, the show versus, like, one of the actors in it, but it's um, The Outsider, that Stephen King show. Yes, yeah. It's on HBO right now. That and, like, the specifically uh, Cynthia Erivo. I hope I'm saying her name right. She's amazing. so good. She's just, like, hands down amazing. Like, she was so good... In Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes. So good in That Harriet. scene where she's like singing and clapping her hands to the beat of oh my with Jeff Bridges like hammering was like my favorite. Yes, I will never forget that scene. And then yeah. like, she's playing like Hamlet right now or she has recently Are you serious? Hamlet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so um, cool. She's just a fucking badass. And so I think it should be Cynthia. I think it should be okay. like the show, fine, good, whatever. Yeah, like you know, the show it's, is it's not... A, perfect like there are definitely like a couple episodes where i was like i feel like they didn't want to move the plot ahead just yet and so we have this episode where like nothing really happened Um, yeah and i think ben mendelson is a great actor like a gen and everything he does but i just don't find his character super compelling whereas i find a lot of the other characters more interesting including um hers yeah so um funny thing i'm i'm reading the novel right now and i'm so behind on it because i just you know been everywhere yeah. and had, hadn't had time to do anything um yeah. but i noticed this really funny thing where um in the novel when they uh first arrest terry maitland they um they're like looking through what netflix shows he likes and they say really? oh he likes yeah and it's like oh he watches this show called ozark and jason bateman oh that's so funny plays you know a character in Ozark I've never seen Ozark but uh, and then he plays Terry in the and so I I just was I was like what a cool kind of like weird coincidence or I love that yeah did that like influence them you know casting Jason Bateman who knows but I think Jason Bateman's directing it right so I think this is also like his project I might have made that up I think so though oh that's cool okay um yeah, so anyways, that's a great that's a great one too. And it's a cool time to like have access to all of these cool um, TV shows and movies and that's why we do this podcast because there's so much that you can get obsessed with. And you know, then I was thinking too about the things that I've gotten obsessed with that then have been denied me or just like went away. You know, so like I got really obsessed with the show The OA and then they like didn't sign on for a third season. And so like, that's part of the problem here is that because of the immense diversity of the moment that we live in, yeah, I, then yeah. you start to Preach. love things that that are not going to, like, you know, be fulfilled, right? Because they're, they're going to move on to the next thing. So um, that part's been hard, right? Or, like, <laughs> you know, yeah, just dealing with that in a way. So just melancholy for the things that you at- get attached to and then don't become this mega thing right so here's the one positive thing i will say about all that is that it is forcing a lot of people i don't know if it's forcing i don't know if it's directly related but in tandem with like 
we're now in a place where you cannot count on Netflix to like extend your series indefinitely. You know, you think about yeah. like the early days of like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Like no one thought they were ever going away. You know, and they got to right. go as long as they wanted. But because that's not the case, and shows are getting canceled so severely and so quickly, I like that we're seeing more directors do like the one season, like yeah. series. Yeah, you know, because I think that's led to some of the best. TV we've had in the last few years, like Sharp Objects right. and Watchmen was incredible, you know, and you go like, I'm satisfied with that. The Night that. Of, and, yeah. Oh, I haven't seen yeah. Night Of. Oh, you watched yeah, the first so, episode and it was too much and I turned it off. And so I it's a lot. Off, though. Yeah. It's it's a lot, but it's so good. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I love the, yeah, the, the miniseries and you know what you're getting into, right? You're like, all right, I'm here for this one ride. It's basically, yeah. you know, it's kind of like a, just a longer movie essentially that I can take breaks with, but yeah. Yeah. So. Or even the Twin Peaks, The Return. I think to me, that's like a one season miniseries and Right. I, I think to me, too, like, the one thing I get very trepidatious about is, like, starting a show where I know it goes downhill, like, in the third or fourth season, because I go, like, uh, I don't want to go through the elation of, like, the first two seasons of, like, falling in love with the show and its world and the characters, and then watching it get just, like, cheaper and What's a show that show does goes. that, though? Like, like I'm trying to think of an example. What, what comes to mind when you say that? Oh, I don't know. I just feel like most shows have a really hard time maintaining consistency after, like, the second season. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hmm. I'll, think, I'll think. find examples. Yeah. No, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm just, like, genuinely, like, what? You're like, well, tell me. I'm... So tell me then. What? It... <laughs> yeah. Shows that die, no, basically. I don't know. Or shows yeah. that, that fall flat. I want to know. But anyways, yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. Well, these are great obsessions. It sounds like we're both in really good places now. <laughs> it sounds like neither of us are reading right now. Well, you're reading The Outsider. No. I've been no, like... No, I'm not, though. Yeah. I'm not either. It's been like a couple weeks since I've even picked... Or maybe a week since I've actually picked up... I read something on the flight, but yeah. I'm having a hard time reading right now. Just like too mentally exhausted and too much going on. Amen. Amen. Me too, dude. And yeah, I, I like went to the bookstore yesterday and like got two new books and then I was like put them on my shelf and was like, I'll see you, <laughs> and here I'll see you, you go. later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, great episode, I would say, right? Would you say so? Yeah, you know, haven't uh, done the listen back yet to edit, but, you know, feeling good. Glad to be back. Feeling, I'm, I'm feeling good. Yeah, like, yeah. we're back. We are back. We're back, baby. We are back. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Dude, and I we'll get we'll do one more we'll record one more episode, at least I think before I fly out. But also cannot wait to go hang out. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Well, Billy Zane, we love you like usual. Um, I appreciated the Billy Zane text earlier today. By the way, thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we love Billy Zane. You know, uh, if you're really a frog, I say <laughs> fuck whoever you want. But yeah, Katie says don't. I say, I mean, if Billy Zane turned into a frog, then we we might have a different conversation. You mean if Billy Zane came from a frog? Yeah, okay, so that's the thing. If the frog, okay, I'm okay with turning into a frog. Well, no, I'm not, because then I don't want to have sex with Billy Zane as a frog. Exactly. But if but I knew if you found Billy out, Zane, let's say you knew Billy Zane, you got to know him, and then you found out, you ran into Madame Serena, and she's like, oh, you're liking Billy Zane? Well, uh, I actually made him. He was a frog. <laughs> Like, then how would you feel? Uh, have we already had sex at that point? 
Mm, I don't know. Well, give me a flow yeah. chart. If you had sex yeah. and if you hadn't had sex. Okay, then it's like a bell curve kind of thing, right? Where it's like <laughs> knowledge of um, amount of a knowledge of frogginess and amount of times yeah. that we've had sex. Oh, yeah. that's good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. The amount right. of times. <laughs> okay. Bye! See you next week. <laughs>